Hey, everyone, I want to tell you about an incredible company called Air Doctor Pro. You can go to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code Fasting for Life to receive up to $300 off one of their amazing air filters. Um, by supporting them, you're supporting us and the show. I want to tell you an incredible testimony. We now know that the indoor air is two to five, sometimes up to 100 times more polluted um, than the outdoor air, according to the EPA. And my son has been struggling with sleep. He hasn't slept. He's over two years old. He hadn't slept through the night his entire life. My wife and I had done everything. We could not figure it out. We put an Air Doctor Pro in his room, and I am not kidding. The first night he slept through the night, up he went over 30 nights in a row for the first time ever, sleeping through the night. We don't know what it did or what was in the air because we've had our house tested but whatever it's doing is allowing him to rest and sleep peacefully for the first time. And for that, it is absolutely priceless. Air Doctor Pro comes with 30-day breathe easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund. Mine is shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use the promo code Fasting for Life to receive up to $300 off any of their air purifiers exclusive to podcast customers. You'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in the special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com. Use the promo code FASTING for life. Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Once again, good evening to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? As always, man. This is awesome. I'm enjoying the heck out of it. It's so much fun. I cannot wait to record tonight's episode. Like I always want to say all of these things when we start, and I usually give you the same like canned response. So yeah. I'm going to mix it up on you tonight. Wow. Yeah, I, I feel mixed up. Um, but it's always sincere. I, I can always see your face, and it's it's never canned, even if it's even if it it sounds the same, right? Right, right. It's like stone, stone cold, stone face. Yeah. And yeah. It's cool because we get to see each other while we do it, which makes us so much easier. So uh, welcome to, I don't know what episode this is. We've been doing so much content creation. It's just, it's been so fun. Um, and tonight we are going to talk about a couple of kind of threads that we've been seeing in the conversations and the challenge that we're doing in the 28 day uh, live experience. And just some things that we think are important for anybody at any experience level with fasting. Um, you know, and some, now that we're 20 something episodes in and we've been doing this for six months, it's like, okay, so have we repeated ourselves? We have an episode topic list, right? Like we weren't this organized in the beginning. So it's like, did we talk about this? I think we may have. Okay. Did we do this research article? Okay, great. Luckily there's hundreds of them out there. So we probably won't ever run out of those, but um, really trying to make this more, um, it, not even more, just continually be actionable and yeah. conversational, you know, because the action yeah. steps is the number one thing that we hear that people like the most. And as in people, we mean you guys listening. Yeah. And so uh, that's why we, we took that and really expanded upon it. But, you know, as we're kind of going through the experience right now, 
we're seeing these things pop up. So we know they're on more people's mind. You know, uh, people are posting in the group and then uh, people are coming back. Well, oh yeah, I had the same question. Um, and they're kind of giving some more details, giving their insight into these specific situations. So we thought, why not pull from there? Cause uh, it must be on more people's minds as well. Yeah. And it's, there's, you know, there's only so many, if you Google fasting, right, Dr. Google, it, as I like to say, if you get on there, there's, there's so many variations of fasting because people have taken it and kind of turned it into their own, you know, strategy or application, right? And mm-hmm. that's what we've done with the fasting for life, uh, you know, method and the fasting for life experiences, you know, the, the things that we, you know, one of your, and thank, thankful for you too, Tommy, because you look at the numbers and you're like, okay, what are the things that we keep seeing over and over again? Like, where are we? what needs to be addressed, what things do we need to, you know, in our own lives, first of all, but second of all, with our, with our clients. And then third, like, how do we get this information out to everybody? There's, there's consistent Mm -hmm. themes of, you know, sticking points or uh, hurdles or stumbling blocks or mindset shifts or, you know, and it's been cool to see over the last six months, how it's kind of evolved from, let me tell you what intermittent fasting is all about to, Okay, let me let me tell you what what you need to do and not to do, right? For the for the most yeah. successful outcome. And again, we don't know everything. We're still on this journey with y'all, but um, these are the things that we've been seeing tonight that are really making an impact. Yeah, we've we've learned a lot. You guys share a lot with us, and we've been paying attention. So, um, you know, trying to give some some really good, uh, helpful, actionable advice, like you said, um, for you know stumbling points that we see. Um, different tricks, different ways to kind of, you know, push yourself to the next level or to open up your mind so that you can take that next step that you've been kind of hesitating with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's that's what we've been able to do a lot uh, within the challenge or in the experience rather. Yeah. And really the whole first week so far has just been mindset. And that's really what we plan mindset and the, the mindset and motivation behind it. Because mm-hmm. that's really what sex up for success. So um, some of the things that we're hearing, we'll go over now is um, we're going to talk about what breaks a fast. So what constitutes breaking a fast, right? We get a lot of questions about <clears throat> drinks and gums and, and protein powders and coffee mm-hmm. creamers and all that stuff. So what technically breaks a fast and kind of our, our perspective on it, and there's different you know sides to every story, but we'll give you what works for us and what's been working for the people we've been helping. Um, and then we're, we're going to talk about a little... little um, little dark secret of everybody that I didn't realize Uh-oh. was was as dark as it was. You're looking at me like, okay, here we go. Um, What's the dark secret? Right. Well, the fear and the anxiety that comes with a certain apparatus that is in your house that we have been programmed to not want to interact with. And that apparatus is the scale. The scale? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. You were mm-hmm. about to say it. I could see it. So, wow. Yeah. And it's, it's more common than I realized. And I, I don't know. It, um, yeah. Is that why we, is that why we put it in the, uh, like a, a dirty, like dark corner, like in the bathroom because we're, we're afraid of it. We don't want to see it. Yeah. It's always covered by a dirty towel. Right. It's like the treadmill that becomes the lawn, the uh, drying rack. Right. Yeah. Right. So a treadmill on the, on the side of my street on trash pickup day today. I was like, Ooh, treadmill. I'm like, no, no, no. What are you doing? What are you doing? Get out of here. So yeah, it still um, works perfectly fine. They just didn't, they just didn't need it. They didn't want it anymore. Exactly. Um, and then we're also going to talk about the mindset shift in uh, fasting. Um, 
you know, sometimes fasting can be seen as omission and restriction where really what we want is not to have fasting as a punishment for what you have done in the days or weeks prior um, or what you're going to do in anticipation of a life event. But Mm -hmm. the plan really sets you up for success with having control and simplicity of, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm going. And this is how I'm going to get there. And fasting is that tool. So we don't want, you know, the old calorie in calorie out move more, eat less, um, failed diet plans and programs to, to continue to take that thought process into fasting. Fasting is simple and it's not a punishment. It's actually, um, you know, almost like a reward for, uh, knowing where you're going and how you're going to get there. So um, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you land the plane on that one because um, the way I just tried to articulate it, I don't think worked. So yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, well, I mean, in, in, in the calories in calories out um, we get, we get to where if we, if we fall off or, you know, we get off track at some point then, okay, well maybe I'll just spend a little longer in the gym. Maybe I'll hit that, that treadmill, but you know, before it, it hits the trash, I'll, I'll hit it, uh, you know, a little bit more, um, go on there for another 30 minutes or so and kind of make up for something that I did earlier. Um, but that's, that's not really a productive, um, you know, mindset, but when we, when we take the plan and we, we put life at the center of it, we can really start to, um, you know, anticipate what our schedule is going to look like. Okay. I want to do a 48 or a 72 hour fast this week. Um, but I know I have some things coming up. Okay. Well, are the, are those busy times, times when, you know, you may be away from the family. Um, that may be the easiest time to actually do those longer fasts, uh, things like that. So being strategic rather than, you know, like you said, some sort of punishment or like, um, a, a uh, you know, a, a penance, um, or, or something like that. Yeah. And let's just dive right into this. Cause this I think is the most interesting one that we're going to talk about tonight. The scale is going to be a little tongue in cheek. Um, I have a funny story about it, but Um, you know what this one, yeah, fasting is not a punishment. It's not reparations for something you've done, right? Like there's no shame involved. It's, it's really the plan, like you said, that allows you the, um, the strategy to, you know, to still live your life, right? Every single day without having to feel that restriction or that omission. So, um, when in the beginning, in the first couple of weeks, if you guys are new to fasting and we keep having, I keep having to remind myself at this time that not everybody is, you know, I'm, you know, what, 14 months in at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, no, I did intermittent for about six months. So probably, 12, yeah, about 12 to 14 months in, you've been doing it a year and a half plus, right? Yeah. And there's people out there that have dabbled with it for, for quite some time. But, you know, depending on where you're starting in the beginning, it's going to feel somewhat punished punishment like if you're like Mm -hmm. really hungry or for instance my day tomorrow where I have a clinic day and I don't do many clinic days uh, anymore Mm -hmm. so they're very few and far between and it's one of my more um, emotionally stressful days because I'm interacting with patients and helping and dealing with you know chronic issues and this is not fasting related so um Right. And, and I enjoy, and I know these people, I've known them for a long time and it's, it's an enjoyable day, but at the end of the, the, the day, it is emotionally draining from an empathetic standpoint. Yeah. And typically Wednesday is the day where, and we just talked about this for, after you gave me my plan for this 28 day experience. Um, just so happens that you made my, my fast go from tonight, which was my short window of dinner all through tomorrow. <laughs> into Thursday night. And Wednesday is my hardest day 
to not just say, you know what, I'll get lunch today and then I'll start a fast after. Right. So yeah, it's the framing of it. Go ahead. There was some strategy behind that as well. So, you know, being aware of what, you know, what comes up in your schedule and knowing that if, if you're fasting during that time, then, you know, that that's going to make for, for a much better rest of the week, I think, you know, and maybe you're going to have, you know, a couple more additional struggles tomorrow. Um, but I think that, that that's really going to end up being a, a much smoother, more enjoyable week overall. And we wanted to get it started with, with a longer fast quickly um, to kind of jumpstart that, clear out some glycogen, and, and really just kind of get the ball rolling. Um, so so that, was, that was the logic behind it in the plan. And it makes sense too, because I've been kind of maintaining my 40 pound plus weight loss, right? Just kind of hanging out. I lost the weight. My, med- my numbers have come back down. My, my blood panel looks fantastic. Like my triglycerides are back in the normal range. You know, all this stuff that I couldn't figure out. I'm sleeping most nights if my 13-month-old son allows it. <laughs> um, you know, like, so things are going really well. And it's like, okay, well, you know, here's my final push down to my ideal body weight. I think my ideal body weight. It's going to be based more of body composition. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the final push. So I've just kind of been hanging out, waiting around in the kiddie pool, like just enjoying the warm water and the sunshine. And it's like, okay. Yeah. So now it's time to like, you know, be a little bit more strategic and intentional about it. Um, because am I where I'm at? No. Could I stay here forever and be a lot healthier than I was two years ago? hundred percent. Um, but you know, that's not good enough. So, mm-hmm. so time to make another push. Yeah. Hey, fasting fam, want to let you know about an incredible company that we've partnered with, AquaTrue.com, promo code fasting for life to receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. These are not your old school um, pitcher filters or your refrigerator filters. We're talking about a proprietary four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. Their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing, which if you've priced those whole home water filtration systems, you know exactly what I'm talking about. These incredible countertop versions. They do have one under sink mounting model as well, but they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, like I mentioned, and they're specifically designed to combat this new group of chemicals that the Environmental Working Group has done a deep dive on, these forever chemicals called PFAS or PFASs. These are in 45% of our U.S. tap water, 45% these things can lead to endocrine system disruption, certain types of cancers, liver toxicity. And I'm so glad that there's now a countertop affordable version of this incredible technology. So as we fast, we know that water outside of a little black coffee and tea is the only thing that we drink. So if we're trying to get the biggest bang for our buck, we're trying to increase autophagy and allow our bodies to heal, shed the weight, get healthy, reverse disease, then why not give it the absolute best quality water that you can. So AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It even makes a great gift, like I mentioned, my aunt and uncle. Um, Today, as one of our loyal listeners, if you support them, you're supporting us, you're going to get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code FASTINGFORLIFE, F-A-S-T-I-N-G-F-O-R-L-I-F-E. That's 20% off any of the AquaTrue water purifiers at aquatrue.com. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm loving the accountability. So when we look at fasting, we just want to make sure that we're framing it 
not as a punishment for what you've done or what you're going to do, but you're, you're either fasting or you're not right. You're on board or you're not. It's really simple. And it's a great tool to create that fat loss and create the new habits of breaking away from the necessity of feeling like we need to eat and have snacks and all this other stuff that we've been programmed or told by great grandma, right? That's been handed down Mm -hmm. to grandma. That's been handed down to mom. That's been handed down to you. That breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? Or that you need to have protein within 60 minutes of working out or all these other myths that exist. So, yeah, you know, just, to end it on my standpoint is like, yeah, fasting is a positive thing uh, because it gives you back control. Yeah, it is. It also gives you back time, some money, um, yeah. you know, a lot of resources that, you know, we talk about if you're new to fasting or you haven't done a longer fast, like plan some projects behind it. Um, plan for that time. You have a little bit of a time vacuum, um, but you can put that energy to really, really good use. I mean, you're listening to one creation of, you know, the, the time that we found, um, whenever we started fasting and, and figured out what we needed to do with that, we created fasting for life. Yeah. And that's, that time. and that's the personalization that we want too. So, um, let's talk about what breaks a fast. This is a question we've gotten multiple different variations of, well, can I use my collagen creamer? Can I have this, you know, uh, electrolyte drink called e-boost and, mm-hmm. uh, what about, Mio, right? Which is that thing, that little squirt bottle thing of flavoring that you can put into water. Um, and mm-hmm. I laughed when I got that question because my dad is someone who's like, oh, I just can't drink water. I'm like, okay, well, it's kind of a strong take on it. But since you're <laughs> 70 plus percent water, you should probably drink some more water. Uh, I just can't stand it. Okay, well, I mean, it doesn't really taste like anything. So what's your problem? Well, it just, it's just hard. Okay, okay, really? Drinking water is hard? No, okay. <laughs> Um, you know, fighting a you war for a second. is hard. Yeah. Huh? Go ahead. <laughs> I said, let me pause you for a second because uh, I, I hear a lot of people say that. And I, I think what, if uh, allow me to translate for him, I'd prefer to drink other things. I'm really used to drinking things that are more entertaining, Enjoyable. fun, tasty, right? Yeah, yeah. Not plain, like nothing. Okay. Right. Cool. I'll be the bad cop right now. So anyway, if you're thinking this, and you're like, yeah, I need something that's more enjoyable or fun, right? Life of the party. Um, things, just a couple of tips for you. So anything really that has calories in it technically breaks a fast. Now we're really looking at, um, you know, what the insulin response is going to be. So things like artificial sweeteners in the Mio's, um, you know, uh, any type of the artificial sweetener, um, there is a debate on, you know, kind of how they are delivered. If there's maltodextrin added in, if it's a liquid form, if it's an extract, there's a lot of variables here. So, um, one of the things that we talk about when it comes to calories is if you like, for instance, if you put creamer in your coffee or you use a collagen, like nine grams of protein, 35 calorie, like, you know, mocha packet, right? That's your creamer in your coffee. Mm-hmm. If that's something you've already been doing, or you're taking the electrolyte packet, like you don't have to stop because it's kind of like you're taking your multivitamin and it's part of your routine. So that's, I think the analogy you used was a paper cut and what what was the analogy there? Yeah. You know, worrying about your paper cut during a house fire. Right. So what technically breaks a fast is different than what breaks a, what, what really breaks a fast for, for, um, compliance and like ease of making this a lifestyle. 
Yeah, let me be back off for a minute here because like what helped me get into a lot of the the fasting windows, you know, maintaining good fasting windows and, you know, getting a lot of early momentum and seeing a lot of progress that I hadn't seen in the past was, you know, switching over to black coffee, being being really strict about that stuff. Um, that was really helpful for me, even though I was used to drinking, you know, creamer in my coffee and things like that. Um, so eat you know, if, if you find yourself miserable from it, what just work on weaning yourself off of those things. You know, the whole point of, of fasting and regaining the control um, of, of your health and your body and your life, it, it has to do with, with coming away from, from things that you may not necessarily need, like to eat three times or six times a day. So, you know, maybe a, a water additive is just another thing that long-term you just don't need. So, so maybe reframe it like that and start, start working towards getting rid of that stuff that you really don't need, even if it's not all at once. And and that's a good point. So I was being a little wishy-washy there. Um, so I appreciate you holding me accountable. It's (laughs) no, just cut it out. You don't need it, right? Like it's okay. It's fine. If you're not moving forward, if you're not growing, right, you're, you're, you're stale, you're dying, you're, you're moving backward, like that whole adage. So like, yeah, these are things that we've been we've been comfortable with, but that's also you know what what gets us in these situations to begin with. So, um, mm-hmm. I like your perspective. There is you know, um, you know toughen up a little bit. You know it's okay. Um, use it's it. Okay, but, it's going to be okay. But work towards uh, being a little bit more strict with it. I prefer just black coffee, cold brew, black coffee, uh, and water at this point. I do like my soda water though. I like a bubbly water. Mm-hmm. Um, that's flavor with just natural flavors. So soda stream has some cool, um, show soda stream. If you're listening, uh, give us a, a sponsorship shout out. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't even, yeah, I don't even cool. know if that's how this works. Um, just throwing it out there. <laughs> I just figured if I said their name, I should probably like mention <laughs> that I have one and I love it and it was a Christmas gift and it's fantastic. And they have these little flavorings that are, are they're all natural, just natural flavors. And They've got raspberry and mixed berry and all this stuff. So it just mixes up, gives you a little bit of differentness than uh, the plain water, as you mentioned earlier, Tommy. So yeah, you can be the life of the party. You can do <laughs> mix and match your flavors. But um, all right. So the last thing we want to talk about tonight is the, um, and this one is more uh, rooted in in I feel like just bad programming, right? So yeah, the scale. And the fear of the scale. Yeah, it's interesting. When, when we started seeing this question come up, it came up during the challenge earlier in the year and it came up again during the experience um, because, you know, you, you measure, you know, you measure what's important to you. It's good to have measurements. It's good to know where you're starting from. Accountability. It, there's really no more, you know, no easier, more direct way to do that than just hopping on the scale in the morning um, and then tracking your progress. Um, the, I think the problem comes from years of calories in, calories out, ineffective yo-yo dieting, and then just kind of fearing that it's not going to move or it's going to go backwards, or if you have a little momentum going, that it's going to stop at some point in the near future. So just, and, and just the day-to-day punishment if it, if it goes up and, and you know, you've been, you've been trying or you made a mistake or, or whatever, we kind of punish ourselves based on on the scale. And that can be really, you know, learn some learned helplessness. It can be demoralizing. Um, so I think that's why this comes up. What do you think? Yeah. And it's interesting too, because 
this is a well-known phenomenon. Um, you know, the weigh-ins at Weight Watchers back in the day, right? Before, before mm-hmm. they actually had technology, right? Um, the scales at the grocery stores that you put the quarter in and you can, you can weigh yourself. Have you ever yeah. seen that? Publix yeah, in I remember. Florida. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Publix. Um, best subs ever. I don't understand you know, why I, they're so good, but they are. I just heard that from a friend who moved to Florida and, yeah. and he texted me a picture of his sub from Publix. And I was oh. like, why are you texting me a, a grocery store sub? And, and he said, like, it has a cult following. I it's, said, okay. It's unbelievable. So. It's unreal. Lived there for five years in Florida and all on different coasts, north, south, central, um, Publix subs. Real deal, because yeah, so good. So anyway, um, you know the 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 uh, little cartoon caricature of the, the the boy and the girl staring at the scale, and the little girl nudges the little boy and says, "No, no, no don't step on it," because that's what makes mommy and daddy cry, oh. right? Like this <laughs> idea that like, no, don't step on the scale, like that's bad, right? And this was this yeah. was a cartoon that was literally in a newspaper. So I, yeah. Um, it's it's just interesting because there's there's a lot of you know programs out there and a lot of coaches and nutrition coaches and life coaches and things and the scale for me is a tool um, and it actually empowers me where before it would be I would work so hard day after day after day after day and I would do everything right for three or four days and the scale would go up and I I'd, I'd mm-hmm. like go crazy trying to figure out why and then I would do everything wrong and the scale would go down and I'd be like what in the bloody heck just yeah. happened right so it's a crapshoot like there's so many f- and that's why the calorie in calorie out model is not as simple as it is touted to be um so the idea is and somebody mentioned this in the experience is to average the week which is great mm-hmm. um but it's also that you value like you mentioned you value what you measure so um anyone that's listening uh, you know how much money is in your bank account within a few dollars i'd assume you know when you get paid you know yeah. what you've got in savings because you're saving for the next thing, like the Peloton or the Christmas gifts or the vacation, right? Like you, you value what you measure. So um, if you don't measure somehow, then you honestly don't value it and you're not ready to make that transformation. So um, scale's a tool and that's all it is. So take it for what it's worth. And if you're not seeing the changes, then it's time to reflect a little bit and be like, okay, first of all, why am I doing this? And secondly, what am I actually doing to get results and get from point A to point B? Cause if you're in the desert somewhere and you don't know where you are, you really can't figure out where the heck you're going to end up because you have no bearings. Right. So right. use the scale as a tool and just try to kind of compartmentalize it as this is just something that is going to get me to the end result. Yeah. I think, um, I think that it's kind of like going into a relationship and you just came oh, out man. of a bad one. Okay. Right? Here we go. You just came out of a bad relationship, right? You got some baggage um, and then, and then something comes up and, you know, you, you're worried about your, your new, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, because you got burned in the last relationship. So think the calories in calories out. If you've been down that road a lot and you lost control over the scale, you couldn't get it to move based on your inputs. Um, you may have developed some fear or some anxiety around it. So just know that, you know, once you've figured out that fasting is effective and you're going to be using it as a tool to get to your goals, um, you don't have to worry so much. And eventually that anxiety does come down. It comes it down with exposure and some control. You'll feel it over time. So Once you do 
a month of OMADs, one meal a day is right for you guys. For yeah. One meal a day is just you eat like dinner every day and then you don't eat the rest of the day, right? Until dinner the next day. Um, like once you do like 30 of those, uh, you kind of realize you know what the scale is going to do because you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's going to go up a little, but then the next day it's going to drop. And then you learn like that short-term glycogen storage and the water, you know, retention that ends up dissipating. So you kind of get like a feel for it. The it really, rhythm. Yeah, yeah, rhythm. And it, it takes away that anxiety with it, but that's a real thing. So try to frame it a little bit differently. Um, and that's one of the things we talk about is really in the beginning of, if you're starting fasting is that mindset. So, um, got a little nervous there, Tommy, with the relationship advice, but good job landing the plane there. I was like holding my <laughs> breath. I'm like, where is he? Okay, perfect. That was really that yeah. was good. I didn't know. I didn't know I, that was coming. I saw your face. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm glad you approve of the message. No, no, it was great. <laughs> I, I couldn't have, I, I don't think I could have navigated those waters so well. So, oh, um, if we're going to wrap up tonight's episode with a couple of action steps, uh, if you're new to fasting, I'm going to recommend that you go download our fast start guide, um, at www.thefastingforlife.com. Click the button. Um, it'll put in your email and then you will have the guide, uh, sent to you and you can download it. And that also comes with a free mini masterclass. So it's six videos that accompany each of the six steps in the fast start guide. If you've been fasting for a while, you've done some intermittent fasting, well, guess what, OMAD, if you want results, one meal a day, this is what this thing teaches you to do because it gets you the win faster. So it gets you in a better rhythm and more confident quickly to be able to get those results that you've been looking for. If you've been burned by the previous relationship of the calorie in, calorie out model, this is going to get you there and get you those wins quickly. So um, if you haven't done that, go download. If you're new to the podcast, go download the Fast Start Guide. And Tommy, if, if they have a little bit more experience with fasting, what do you think is a good thing that we can say, okay, this is what you need to do if they've kind of dabbled in or out or kind of dipped the toe, you know, the hot tub experience kind of thing. What do you think they can do to try to create, uh, you know, more of that consistency? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you've, if you've dabbled, I'd say go back to the fast start guide. It's a great way to build some momentum, build some good habits one day at a time. It's very simple. It's effective. You can put it in place as early as tomorrow and just repeat it, repeat it for a while um, until it becomes habitual and you, you know, you'll start, you'll see the scale move. Um, and then, you know, no matter where you are in your fasting journey, I'd encourage you take a look at that relationship with the scale because um, it can only get better. So see, you know, if you, if you have anxiety with it, see why that is and, and remind yourself that you just need some wins and, and having faith in how effective the solution is that you have now that you're going to have control over it. You don't have to worry. Um, and, and also examine your relationship with any, um, you know, water additives and, and other things like that. So if you have anything that, that you may not need, um, just, just take a look and, um, you know, work towards weaning yourself off of that stuff. Um, because you may, you may be uh, happier overall in the long term, um, knowing that you don't need it. That's great. That's awesome. So building, building the habits there too. So download the fast start guide, thefastingforlife.com. Uh, start off fresh. Uh, this will get you there quicker. If you're new to it, if you're more experienced, like Tommy said, it's going to reframe some of those bad habits, um, get you back on track. So uh, we appreciate all of you for listening. Uh, we'd also appreciate if you go to wherever you download and listen to the podcast, drop us a five-star review, refer a friend, and we just uh, really appreciate 
um, you know, the following and the questions uh, and the conversation that we've been having. So, Tommy, yeah. thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Have a good Have night. Have a good one. Bye. So, you've heard today's episode, and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter, where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.